You're listening to a Star Wars Commonwealth podcast presented by Tumbling Saber and the Nerd Room. For more from the Star Wars Commonwealth, hit the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to episode number three of the Tumbling Nerd Room, the Star Wars Commonwealth's preeminent crossover show where we mix audio styles of Tumbling Saber, the Nerd Room, to bring you a hybrid show all about collecting and comics. I am one of your hosts, and I am joined this week by two dudes that need no introduction. You know their voices from the Tumbling Saber. I got Carlos and Corey. My dudes, what is going on? Hey, man. How's it going? Yeah. Very excited. You know, I was telling the guys before we started recording here that I'm super excited to get their takes on collecting predominantly throughout this episode. This is their first take. This is their first shot at giving a full-blown description and full-blown reaction to New York Toy Fair. That just passes by where we saw the reveals of a ton of Star Wars, Lego, Marvel, everything. And we're here to kind of run that down this week. We're going to do a bit of a roundtable, look into 2019 and what shape that has taken so far for Carlos Corey and myself. And then just kind of go at it. We're going to jump deep into Lego. That's something that we ignored a little bit on the, our main cast, the Nerdrum's main cast this week, specifically so that we could bring Carlos in the conversation here. He is the Commonwealth expert when it comes to Lego. And I'm excited to pick your brain, my man. Well, that's very sweet of you. I, I would uh, I would defer to Matthew Salvatore, but um, maybe you get the inside oh, yeah. scoop, man. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, okay. I'm a little ahead of the curve when it comes to rumors and what's coming up, but uh, yeah, Matt, Matt's the Lego monster of the yeah. Commonwealth. Yeah, he is. I think you both take that mantle and you both run with it fairly well. I'm excited too because you've been giving me a little bit of an inside track into potentially what's coming on down the road with regards to the fourth, May the 4th be with you and kind of a little bit further on. So I'm trying to plan my year of Lego around some of the rumors that we're going to talk about a little later on in the episode. So, Corey, I got to ask you both. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to kick it to you first here. 2019. Now, you guys do your weekly updates. So we hear every single week what you guys are getting, similar to what we do here in the Nerd Room as well, is we follow week by week what collecting looks like and what shapes that taken. But I got to know a little bit more about what you're planning in 2019. What does collecting look like for you, my man, in 2019? I know you do Marvel, Star Wars. What are you focusing on? Because focus is key. And I know that sometimes, just from listening to you guys, <laughs> sometimes focus is a little bit of an issue. And you're not the only one. Believe me. If you see my room behind me here, focus is a big issue for myself as well. <laughs> well, it's eclectic. I like that. You know, yeah. as long as it as long as it fits and, and looks good. But uh no, like for the most part, it's been uh, it's been good so far. Like, uh, I just want to say after this Toy Fair thing, like I, I'm excited and I don't know, I'm happy, but at the same time, I'm like sad and I have this like daunting feeling, <laughs> like with a with a touch of anxiety. So it's it's almost like the recipe for a per- perfect collecting storm. Yes, which yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Like that's what it's all about, right? I guess. But uh, yeah, all this all this stuff. Like so far, I, I've managed to lock down the. Uh, the archive line, the first nice. wave of that. So that's all done, said and done with. And I, I don't know when the next stuff is actually scheduled to release, but th- there's a lot of stuff on the list here that uh, we saw and 
my god like i'm looking at it and i'm like oh my god that's a lot of money like that's a lot of money but i don't know for starters I'm, I, I just gotta get this off my chest you guys know it my number one thing this year is both ezra and chopper yes like, if there were one or two pieces i can have this year it would be those two yeah they're beautiful looking they had them on display at new york toy fair and there's some pictures that were thrown up online the chopper looks extra good that's cool i mean you know people complain you know you're gonna pay 29 bucks for a droid blah 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 but hell yeah I, for chopper like i would probably pay like a lot more than that <laughs> i have several r2s in this room on the black series card backs. So I've done you, that several times. <laughs> you guys, you guys know they're listening, right? And every time you say that they jack up the price a little bit more, yeah. just by pennies, right? <laughs> You're ruining it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. That want that need, man, that drives the price. It's all good though. I don't know. Most part, my focus this year, like what I'm going to stick to, uh, just the classics, what I've been doing, like I'm going to stick with the legends. It seems like they got a lot of amazing <sighs> stuff coming. And uh, I'm also going to stick with the the Black Series. Yeah, so that six-inch scale is where you're focusing in on. Pretty much. Like, I mean, I've invested a lot in that. It'd be a shame for me to kind of switch it up at this point unless I want to really start over. Yeah, but, you know, uh, th that scale is a perfect scale for collectors too. The three and three-quarter inch is going to die off, I think, to a degree. We're going to talk a little bit about some or avenues that Hasbro are going down to try to, I think, coax people back into that three and three-quarter inch line. But the six inch, that's the collector's line. You know, that's directed at us specifically. Whether it's going back and doing OT stuff or doing new stuff or something in between, it's all pointed at us. That $30 price point, the scale, the detail, and all that. Let's be honest, you know, my, my kid isn't old enough to play with anything like that. But at the same time, the three and three quarter inch are, are the kid's line. This is, this is our line. So I think having a focus on that is, you know, it's right in our wheelhouse as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and for sure, we, we you guys have talked about it. We've talked about it, like, in the past year or year and a half, maybe, like, the quality has kind of been jacked up, like, exponentially. Like, yeah. the, the face molds, all that stuff, it's 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 getting better, and that's that's a big factor for me, too. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, my man. So, six-inch line is your focus this year. How about you, Carlos? 2019... How's the early part looked and what shape is your collecting taking? Now, you're a big Lego guy. Are you expanding out to doing anything else? Or are you focusing in on those Ultimate Collector Series? What are you doing this year? Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to focus more, actually. I, I really want the UCS. Um, I probably won't be able to get the second one this year, but the, the first one looks like uh, it's, uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. And... Uh, so to answer the question, uh, what I've been doing, I've actually been stockpiling Lego Star Wars stuff. Um, we've bought a, quite a few. I've gifted a few to my son for his birthday uh, in January, and we haven't built anything yet, so we're just stockpiling. Nice. And um, I've gotten a couple of sets in double, and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet. <laughs> uh, part of me, part of me wants to just uh, build them and and make uh, YouTube videos uh, or uh, maybe uh, uh, build them live on the uh, Tumbling Saber group and and give it away and um, you know just have some fun with them. And then there's another part of me that's like, hold on to me, precious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do, but um, there's some interesting things happening with Lego, and I really want to focus on that. I, I, I do have Funkos. I have some of uh, my character, my favorite characters are Krennic and Poe, and um, 
I don't think they're making any more Krennics. And uh, so I, 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 this year I'll probably, uh, I'm probably going to jump on, uh, on the new post stuff. Nice, nice. Actually, I got one thing. You might hear a weird pause here in the podcast, but I just got to get something that I've just acquired and it is coming to Carlos. I'm going to pull the box up here. Just give me two secs. I've got I've got something for you here. And here's the box. This is coming straight to you. Why would you do that, man? Because I love you. Oh man, that's awesome. It is uh it's up your it's in your wheelhouse. Just let me put it that way. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Okay. It's coming for you. I just got it wrapped tonight, and I specifically wanted to show it to you. Just the box. Just, just to now. tease me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll shake it. You know, it's not one thing. So I can shake it here. You can't hear the pieces rolling around. So hopefully you'll get this. I'm going to send it out this week, maybe tomorrow. And hopefully you'll see that over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to send it snail mail. So it's probably going to be yeah. a little bit slower to get there. But <laughs> it will be there. And I'm excited to see what it, what, when you open it, how you react to it. <laughs> I'm actually really right. excited about it. <laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll actually uh, I'll, I'll put it out there so that uh, I have to. I actually have to do it. I'll record myself opening it. Nice. Yeah. And Love uh, it. yeah, and I'll post it up in the post it up in the the TS group. So brilliant. All right. One question I do have to ask you, Carlos, and this is something that yeah. I've been thinking about for quite some time. Your focus is, at least as long as I've known you, has been predominantly Lego. Yep. What is it about Lego that that draws you to it? Is it the buildability? Is it the, the variability across sets? What is it that you love? Is can because you can share it with your children? I it's something that's always top of mind when I when I look at collectors is you know specifically why do they focus on this one thing? Why is Lego your thing? Uh, so uh, I can I can say uh, yeah it helps uh, bring uh, me and my kids closer. Uh, I could say that, but uh, that wouldn't be it. <laughs> and uh, um, <laughs> I'm just a big kid, and I, I always loved Lego. Uh, obviously, I love Star Wars, and um, I just found it cool. I, I didn't always think I didn't always find it cool. Uh, Lego Star Wars. I thought it was a little. Uh, it, the first iterations of them weren't great, and yeah. uh, it took a while for me to warm up to them, but. Um, Obviously, with the relaunch, uh, with the Disney era uh, of Star Wars, you know things started happening, and uh, they just started building better ships, and the minifigures looked a little nicer, and just things changed. and And then, yeah, my kids liked it too, and um, that kind of uh, helps justify the purchases, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's more. I just. It's the Star Wars thing. Because if it yeah. wasn't Star Wars, I, I wouldn't be all up in Lego Ninjago. You know what I no. mean? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, the Marvel stuff and the DC stuff doesn't really... No. It doesn't really do it for me. There's just something about... It's just... It's about Star Wars for me. Yeah. So it kind of pushed it up. And then I found a couple of uh, YouTube channels where uh, they're pretty much um, focused in on Lego Star Wars and you start to understand what they're doing more and then you just it's it's like uh you know uh like a high school sweetheart yeah it just it, it just grows on you kind of thing like it's a you know proximity infatuation 
which isn't yeah. great. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what ended up happening with uh, with me and uh, and Lego Star Wars. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, for me with with Lego, it's always been something that's been in the background. I was a Lego lover as a kid, and then it died off. But it was really the UCS sets that drew me back into Lego. This, mm. The sheer size of some of these. And then I started doing Marvel a bit more. And I've subsequently gotten out of that. Because I'm not a big fan of play sets. I like ships. And yeah. Marvel doesn't give you ships. But Star Wars is all about ships. And that's what I love. And that's why I'm excited. We're going to get into this in a few minutes here. About what's potentially coming. Because sure. it fits my niche. UCS ships. And that's where it's at. So yeah, I, I just... It's, it's interesting because... When I hear people talk about what they focus in on, what they love, it's different for everyone. Everyone has their different reasons. But when I hear it, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Because it's fundamentally all the same thing. It's something that you're drawn to, something that you enjoy. And it becomes just a hobby pastime. And I love that within the Commonwealth and even between our two podcasts, everyone has a slightly different niche point in collecting. And so it makes it a lot of fun. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, Corey, same question to you. What has drawn you specifically to more or less the six inch and you know we all do funkos here and there but what about the action figures what about the six inch action figures really draws you to those collecting lines i don't know to be honest like i think it just it started with k2so right for rogue (laughs) one like i I just needed to have that for some reason and yeah just kind of grew from there like I, i got a few here and there and then just the the bug just hit me man like uh, granted, I'll get a three and three quarter, but uh, depending on the character, I don't care if we open it or not. You know, yeah. I get they're they're for my kid for the most part when I do that. But uh, I don't know. There's there's I I'm actually like really anal on it too. Like my kid lately, he's all like, "Oh, can we open some, please?" And I'm just like, "Don't touch them." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, it's it, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's that I just started something, you know, and I kind of want to follow through a bit. Like, I don't necessarily, I'm not a full-blown, like, completionist, but the ones I want, I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty who, much it, man. Who, who, are you trying to, who are you trying to kid? You are, like, the ultimate completionist. You have oh, to have no. everything. No, like I, buy, like I said, I, I buy the ones that I really enjoy, but I don't necessarily need to have everyone a completionist is someone who's going to have a checklist and say like, okay, I, I need one through 100 exclusively. And, and that's that. Whereas like me, I'm just like, I, I want this figure. You know what I mean? Like I don't need to, I'm missing number 63. I don't care who it like. I just, I didn't like that figure. Like I don't need it. Well, and the th- you know what I mean? The thing too with, with completionism and all that and Hasbro's made it almost impossible to be a completionist in these six inch lines because there's just so many of them. But the whole completionist thing is that you'll pay and try to complete at any cost. It doesn't matter to you. You can't, you'll, you'll pay the two, $300, right? You know, that, that to me is, is that is your ultimate completionist. Um, I would consider all of us just heavily invested in particular lines as far as collecting goes. And yeah, you, you won't, you know, blow a rent check or blow a mortgage payment for, an action figure for an X-Wing Luke, if you will. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I still haven't. Uh, actually, that's the only archive figure I have not purchased as of yet. Because I just, I, it's still in the pegs. It's swinging there. And I'm like, I'm like, go 
beep yourself, you know, like <laughs> it can only be one. There can only be one. And speaking actually of which, let's jump into some of this New York Toy Fair stuff. And that's a great segue going from the X-Wing Luke carded 40th anniversary to what we're getting in some of the celebratory lines for this year. Star Wars in particular is doing a few celebratory lines as well as Marvel and also Lego. So we're getting a lot of 20th anniversary, 40th anniversary, 80th anniversary celebrations this year when it comes to toys. Hasbro is just throwing all of this at us. Now, they did announce at New York Toy Fair what the celebration exclusive is going to be, and that's this 20th anniversary Phantom Menace Mall and Obi-Wan on the card, the red card backs, in similar fashion to what we saw with the 40th anniversary vintage card backs with the original 12. We're getting Obi-Wan and Maul here. Corey, are the, is this something you're going to chase as hard and want as much as the X-Wing Luke? Or is the Phantom Menace a bit outside of scope for you guys? What are your thoughts on this 20th anniversary Phantom Menace figures? I absolutely love the Phantom Menace, man. It's grown on me so much. Uh, but um, they kind of fall a bit short. They're not as high on the list as what the 40th anniversary figures were like, right? Yeah. And again, what I'm really doing here is I'm, I'm setting up barriers for myself because these are exclusives <laughs> to Celebration. I won't necessarily get my hands on them. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if someone's out there who wants to pick them up for me, like I'd gladly pay for them. But at the same time, I'm, I'm not going to set myself up for failure. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd love to own them. But again, at the same time, uh, they're exclusive. So I, I might not get my hands on them. But I did hear that they will be repackaging them in like normal packaging yeah. afterward, yeah. which I must have. What, what are the other? I must have. But if I can get the celebration <laughs> ones, that would be really nice. I, I like that you're setting yourself up for kind of not those huge expectations that you will get it in your hands. But I, I hopefully, and it's not confirmed yet, I'm st- I still haven't even booked a flight because uh, I don't know exactly when the baby's coming and all that. But I, I'm hopefully be in Chicago for a day or two. And if I can, I'm going to be picking up a couple extra sets of these, again, if I can. So, names are on the list already. Corey, you're up there. So, fingers crossed here. But these things, I love the look of these things. I'm a huge fan of the Phantom Menace. I'm a huge fan of these card backs. And this whole line brings a lot of nostalgia back to me. And I have the figures in a bin here. I'm really looking forward to get my hands on these things. The repacks, it looks like the mall's probably going to be on the archive line because we've already seen that in the original Black Series run. The Obi-Wan Kenobi might be on the normal card back and all that. So, you know, fingers crossed. I like what they're doing here, and I'm hoping that they keep this line relatively limited to just these two figures. Um, I, I talked some guy down at a at a convention last year for the, the three and three quarter. Yeah. I think he was asking like 25 bucks for um, the the mall. The carded mall. And I got him down to 10 bucks because it was all bent, you know? Anyway, yeah, had the comm check uh, oh, chip nice. tech or whatever com chip tech yeah that would have been a nice little touch if they had added in a six scale version of those into this packaging that'd be nice <laughs> be quite funny carlos any interest in this stuff in the uh the celebration exclusives you know what i um i i slept a little bit on the 40th anniversary stuff uh when was that in 2017 yeah and uh i i regretted it and I went around and tried to find some of my favorite characters, and it was difficult. And then I got the Vader uh, for the uh, twenty 
2018 Sith Miss or a 2017 Sith Miss oh, uh, nice. gift exchange. Oh, that's true. It, didn't Troy give you that? No, it was actually it was uh, Robert Chen from San Diego Sabres. Oh, man, and, Sabres uh, give good presents. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. And uh, so I was, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. So that that was kind of like a, a little shot. Uh, in my arm to to as a catalyst to try to jump back on that 40th stuff, and it just never happened. It just never never happened, and um, so I, I'm not like I'm not telling myself, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this because I don't like to make promises to to anyone and not fulfill them, and uh, that includes myself. So. It's tough. It's tough. And because of what's happening with the Lego side, uh, there's only so much money to go around. Yeah, and that's the thing. With all these announcements, that's probably going to be the hardest thing of, of 2019, at least for myself personally, is we get all these exclusives, we get all these lines coming out, and we don't even have any announcements from Endgame or from Episode Nine. So there's a huge block of collecting that still hasn't even been touched on. And that includes Lego, Funko Pops, everything. But there's enough stuff here from New York Toy Fair alone that was announced between Star Wars and Marvel, at least for me, for my collecting focus, that my whole year's already almost spent. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I got to find the room now, to, and it becomes the, the pick and choose. You know, what do I need versus what do I have to have? And that's the that's where I have to define this a little more. Once we start seeing the episode nine stuff come out, once we see some of this bigger Lego stuff come out, as to where I exactly want to direct my funds to, because ultimately you can't have everything. You look at what was also revealed here: this eight-inch Vader, this hyper real line. You know, the price point in Canada is going to be over a hundred dollars for this thing. It looks awesome. I, I've I've pre-ordered it. I peer pressured, or like I like to call it, collector pressured Kyle into pre-ordering it off of Amazon. You know, I had, a, I had a conversation back and forth with him, um, and it took me about six tweets to convince him to actually pull the trigger on it because it was a good price. But this eight-inch line is, is something new to us. Is this something that you're thinking about getting into, adding to that six-inch scale, going into something that is a bit more of the, the higher-end collecting, trying to fit more into what is traditionally your SH figure arts or your um, some of the statue-like things that we're seeing coming from Diamond and all that. Corey, I'll throw it to you. What, what thoughts on this 8-inch Hyperline, this Vader in particular? To be honest, uh, yeah, I'm not. It didn't, uh, it didn't resonate that much with me, to be honest. Like, I'm focusing on the 6-inch. And I'm not going to start some new line just because they they came out with it. Perhaps, you know, if you're starting, uh, if you have certain shrines or you're dedicating a focus to a certain character, like Vader is very worthy of that. Like I know Kyle in particular, like he's got like a whole shelf on it in, in his collection, like just for Vader. And he's, yep. he's got all kinds of different figures, which is awesome. I'm the same. <laughs> but I, Tro I Troy too. Yeah, Troy too. <laughs> yeah. I would maybe get one if the price point came down a bit, but at the same time, if I think if I'm going to spend that much money on a figure, then I might as well go with one of the figure arts or yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? My honest opinion on this Vader, the only reason I pulled the trigger was it's Amazon. It was $30 off the price point that was originally listed on Hasbro Pulse. And for me with Amazon, it's going to sit there and pre-order until July. So I have all that time before my credit card's charged and anything like that. And if I get it and I don't like it, Amazon's really easy to send back to. 
And so I, I don't have any issue with kind of hedging my bets on this one. You go to the Amazon now, it's back up to that $80. So it was ultimately a mistake on Amazon's part to put that at 50, but they have to honor that price point. So what is it 50 US? It was 50 US. It was originally 80 US. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So it's still in that for at least to get it here through Amazon, it's not prime. So not free shipping. I'm still in that $70 range, probably Canadian. Uh, to get it in hand, but realistically, it's going to be retailed at over a hundred. And I would recommend don't touch that thing until it comes well below that. That's going to sit. No, the the collecting market for those high end things at a if this I don't know if it's going to drop an EB or Walmart. Your the collectors that shop there aren't going to be buying this thing. It's just too expensive. You can see that with the exclusives that are thirty six to forty bucks. They don't sell because that's not the collector. The Toys R Us collector doesn't spend that money on collectibles. Whereas this is more of a niche market. They're trying to work their way into something to take away from some of these, the SHV arts and that, and try to squeeze a little more out of this license. Because I think they're going to renew this thing or at least negotiate with Lucasfilm in the not-too-distant future. So opening up their lines and trying to get different scales is important to them. So that, that's kind of my recommendation on this. Carlos, any, any, any interest in this 8-inch line? I have honestly zero interest besides looking, <laughs> j- j- besides looking at them and and uh, you know seeing if uh, they did a good job or not. Yeah, like uh, I really, I have, I, I just, I just can't, I just can't. I have too much on my yes. plate, and I don't have enough shelf room as it is. Uh, so it's it's very very difficult to get into, but. Um, and it's yeah i i like that they're doing good stuff, and I like that you guys are excited about it. That's actually that's part of the fun for me. Uh, every week listening to uh, <laughs> your weekend nerd and uh, when we do our uh, collecting updates every week it's just um, the excitement yeah it, you know like f- that I hear in your guys voice is actually it actually gives me pleasure so um, yeah yeah I'm happy you guys are happy yeah it's it's it's, it's good well, you know one, one thing sorry, I, I, if I could change my response maybe a little like let's just say Tim for example there is they say this year we're releasing four of these eight inch figures as opposed to like you know 36 Mm. inch figures that would maybe change my mind a little you know say okay there's a lot more focus for them in this and they're not like going to be mass producing these things that would i don't know like if if they're really exclusive like that like okay once every quarterly we'll release one something like that where they're rare ish and you're not seeing them you know flooding the shelves then I'd think about it a little harder. Yeah. Well, and to be honest with you, I think that's probably what it's going to be. One or two, maybe three a year, depending on how these first come out. The rumor is that Luke Skywalker, a Bespin Luke, is going to kind of match this up if you look at the base and you have a nice pairing there. But to be honest with you, when I look at this relative to everything that we've got, Episode Nine coming, and if you're a Marvel collector, do other things, Funko, Lego, whatever, this is likely the first thing to fall off of your, your need list or your want list because of just a pure price point. This you could buy three Mar- or three Marvel Legends, three Black Series for a really nice set of Lego. You know, so it's it's to me it's it's really cool and I'm excited about it. I'm glad I got the pre-order in and I'm going to get it in hand and see. You know, Vader is one of my focuses. So I'm I'm excited and I look forward to see what they do next in this line. It's it's just to me it's just another niche point that collectors can roll through if they want to get into that and me looking for something that's a little higher end this year, this, this may fit it for me because when you look at what else is coming, these retro figures, 
Now, we have the Vintage Collection, which Kyle is heavily invested in. Now, Corey, I know you also collect the Vintage Collection, but you're a bit more pick and choose, correct? Yeah, like I've purchased two of them at this point. I yeah. bought the Emphy's Nest and Afra. Yeah, and, so, yeah so a bit and more the unique the, ones. I got the Celebration Afra as well, which oh, yeah. is, oh, bless my heart. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Rob Cast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but... What they're doing now is they're they're pulling out a new and different line. Well, it's not too different actually. It's it's new molds, or not really new molds, 3D prints of the original vintage series of figures, and they're putting them onto card backs and they're re-releasing these. Now, these are apparently Target exclusives. This line for me is a must-have for the year. I'm hoping that they come out in EB Games. But when you look at what they're releasing as far as action figures here, you got Han, Chewie, Darth Vader, Leia, Luke, and a Stormtrooper, as well as, for the first time ever, in vintage form, a Tarkin. Tarkin. Oh, like to me, these things, even for non-collectors, and I, I wonder if that's who they're focusing in on, looking at this, this nostalgia that has taken a huge precedence for toy manufacturers in the last four or five years you know this line for me does it all i don't care about this this printed sticker on here and the way it looks the, the way that the cards are beat up i like the look of all this are you guys feeling this line the same way i am i won't say that i'm as excited but when i saw it i was like this is cool like it's it was one of those daunting things where i'm like uh something else is like, it's so <laughs> exciting that i feel like i have to get involved in it you know what i mean but at the same time, uh, like I said, Kyle had mentioned this too, Target exclusives. There's no more Target out here, no, unfortunately. Killer. So that that's going to make it a bit rough. Depending how readily available they are, I just don't want to set myself up for failure again. Yeah. Like, yes, I would love to get my hands on these things. Uh, I would probably pick and choose. There's no need to go ahead and be a completionist on them, but... Um, yeah, I, I I would definitely like to get my hands on a quite a few of them. They're they're beautiful, man, and they they bring me back to the day too, man. Oh yeah, I, Corey kills me. I I love these, Carlos. You know, you, you don't do the three and three quarter inch in, in any volume. No, I just it, only for a specific character. Yeah, yeah, so like character uh, focus, like so, a Poe or something, right? Yeah, yeah, Poe or Krennic or. Uh... Uh, I like the K2. Like I really want. You guys were talking about the K2, and how, that's Corey jumped in the droids with the K2. Yeah, and the, the K2 really did. That really did it for me. Like I love that. I love that figure. But that's 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 another thread. Yes, it you is. know you start pulling on that one. Yeah, <laughs> and like like Corey with the Funko robots, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's he has everything. It was freaking Bob Ross. <laughs> I love that. That's it. Bob that. Ross fits. I got my specials <laughs> and my robots. Love it. My robots. Robots. Bob Ross fits. That, that is, <laughs> if I've seen that numerous times, that's that's quite the collectible. Coming back on Netflix too, man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I, this line here, I, I think this is for me, I've already, if I can get my hands on this, I've already got people in mind for, for presents and that for, for next Christmas that I want to get these for people because this nostalgia point you know just pushing on that is it's going to be really important to some people that i know and i've heard some negative things about this but the fact that they're releasing a tarkin and my fingers are crossed that we do end up with this at eb games um i don't see that as being something that's too outlandish of a prediction because we've seen eb games take some of the exclusives from Target from Kmart down in the States, and they're actually released in EB. So 
fingers crossed that we do get these up here. Otherwise, yeah, they're going to be impossible to get. And I'm not willing to pay over what will be the 12 to $14 range in Canada here. We've got through most of the action figures here. We may return back to the, the Black Series once we get into kind of the six-inch action figure collection. But I, I got I to gotta pick your brain a little bit, man, about, about the Lego stuff that was revealed here at sure. New York Toy Fair 2019. Now, let, let's kick it off with the some of the sets that we kind of already knew were coming, I guess, that we've kind of seen. And that's these attack sets. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I think it's the uh, the action attack, action, action attack. battle, yeah, action battle. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, we're getting uh, an Echo Base, a Hoth, and an Endor. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cool. Now these things are a bit funny. I didn't quite realize until I, I sat down and actually looked at them that these things are are kind of a hybrid of Lego and Nerf or something to that effect. Correct? Where there's a piece that I don't know if you build it or not, but you actually fire and then there's, you know, res, or not resistance, rebel and empire little targets on them. Yeah, there's little targets. It's a little cheese. Yeah, a little I'll bit. be honest. I, you know, when you and Matt were talking about these online, when they were kind of showing some of these off, I didn't realize what these were. I just thought they were tiny builds. I, uh, yeah, no, well, they are little builds, but like you can't, um, they they wanted to it used to have flick fire missiles yes okay and then and then they did the stud shooters and then the spring loaded shooters and like they want to give kids more of a a controlled way to actually shoot and fire mm -hmm. on on certain things which i mean I, I completely understand that, especially if you're targeting those sets for younger children. I, I, I think it makes it makes a little sense to give them that that playability. Uh, personally, it, that's not what that's not what drives me to Lego. No, like I I, I really do not. Uh, I don't care about those things. I know my kids would probably enjoy them. Like, and that's what they're there for, in theory. Yes, and. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm not, I, yeah. So I think it's those three sets. Yes. That's, that's what I saw there too. And you know, the minifigs in them, there's nothing too special. You can do some troop building with a couple of them with the Hoth set or the, the echo base set where you can get some rebel troopers. You, there's a few snow troopers in them to me. Yeah. This is not targeted at, at us, you know, old Lego, I think is, is broadly speaking is targeted kind of at a huge audience. This one is a bit more niche where I think the UCS is, you know, a bit more niche for older collectors and older builders. This for me, because there's no minifigures in here that stick out, this is a bit of a pass. And, but I think it's supposed to be a pass for us. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Now the next few sets that they did announce that the, the resistance stuff, um, I don't watch resistance. Corey, are you keeping up with resistance? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Any of these sets interest you? It hasn't. It hasn't uh, was that? Any of these sets interest you? Have you seen this? The the Major Von Reg's Red Tie Fighter, and then the uh, Black Ace, actually, Ace Tie Fighter. Both of them are actually really nice, but no. Like, I mean, if my kid really wants them, depending again on the price point, maybe. But I, we're not. I'm not necessarily like a an avid Lego collector. Like, I, I was never a Lego kid. Yeah. But since my kid is somewhat, you know, he's not like uh, obsessed with it or whatever. But, you know, in the past couple of years, I've bought quite a few sets now that I look at it. And 
I'm having a lot of fun building them with him. But uh, again, if, if he specifically asks for it, then yeah, okay, maybe we'll, we'll go there. But for the most part, no. But again, I do think it is actually really nice. It's cool that the turnaround on the resistance stuff has been so quick. You know, the show's only been out half a season through, and we're already seeing the first sets of Lego coming out for this. I know this is all planned, but, you know, in, in hindsight, how much Rebels stuff did we actually see? Not a ton, as far as I can remember. I didn't get into Rebels until around season, midway through season two, and I only got a couple Rebel sets. But you're already seeing a, a sizable build here uh, for both of these, this Black Ace TIE Interceptor and uh, this, this tie, Red TIE Fighter. The Red TIE Fighter really draws my eye. Corliss, is, is yeah. this something that you're going to grab for the kids, for yourself, or is this another pass? I, 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 when I first saw it, I loved it. And then I started doing the math in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, TIE Fighter is always overpriced. And uh, this is from a TV show. It's not even like, it's canon because it's, it's a TV show, but it's like, we've never seen it on the big screen. It hasn't really done anything. And it's going to come in at $90 Canadian. Yes, it's that's uh, a lot. wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I don't know. That's going to be like, uh, I think if it's around past the 12 month, uh, 12 month mark, like I might grab it at the 20%, mm-hmm. but more likely on liquidation. Uh, it's not something that's on the top of my list considering what is on my list. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a hard sell, but uh, that said, there are some other things being released in April that uh, that are really cool and uh, do uh, grab my attention. So, well, let's let's talk about some of those. Throw them on the table, my man. What, sure. what, what what's what's caught your eye here? You know, we've gone through some of the sets that are focused a little more towards a younger crowd. What what's fitting into into your window here right now? So for me, what the the, the stuff that that really uh, draws my attention in the April run is the uh, 20th anniversary uh, Lego Star Wars stuff. Yes. So there's five sets that are being dropped. There's the Imperial Dropship. Um, there's the Scout Walker. There's uh, the Slave One. Um, there's a Snow Speeder. And there's another one, uh, Anakin's yeah, uh, Pod Racer. Yeah. yeah. And each one of those comes with a special 20th anniversary Lego Star Wars minifig uh, with the yellow faces for those who have yellow faces. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're getting a, a Luke... A Han, a Leia, you're getting a Lando, and a, and a Vader. So um, it's really, really cool. And for, for me, the standout is the is the Slave One. Oh, yeah. And uh, what I really like about it is that I didn't get the UCS Slave One because I, I kind, of, uh, kind of have a feeling of what's coming out this year. And, uh, and when they released uh, or when some of the leaks dropped that they were going to release another slave one at the $150 uh, price point. Uh, I right away, I knew I was going to get this one. Yeah. I have been looking at that UCS slave one for probably three years at my local yep. Lego store. And every time I walk in, I'm like, I should buy that, but I don't know what it is. that's not appealing to me with it because this one, when I look at it, I'm like, this is a for sure buy it. Now it's the right price point. You get quite a few Lego minifigs with it as well. With with the Slave One UCS, I think you only get the Carbonite and the Boba Fett, correct? You get no, you get Boba Fett, you get uh, Han and Carbonite, yeah. and you get two Bespin guards. Okay, like who cares? Yeah. So there's nothing, and I already have. You can get Boba Fett in numerous sets. I've got a, a Han and Carbonite from the Freezing Chamber set that came out 
uh, yeah. a year or two ago. So I, when I kept looking at it, I was like, there's, there's nothing that's drawing me towards that. But when I look at the Slave 1 set, the fact that we get a Zuckus and a Forlom, that to me already excites me a lot because I went and got that Bounty Hunter pack the other day because I said to myself, okay, Lego minifigs is something in 2019 I want to look at. What's an easy get? Probably to get the whole Bounty Hunter line. And then I realized that, oh, the Zuckus. Where am I going to get the Zuckus from? Because I have everyone else. Um, even the IG-88 came in the Lego calendar this year. And now it's a, it's a repack from that that Bounty Hunter set, that small set that was I only paid 15 bucks for. But the fact that I'm getting those minifigs in here, as well as the Boba Fett, the Khan and Carbonite, the Leia, Yellowface, and then the Slave one on top of that. This is a very appealing set. And I'm, I'm super, again, it's about a thousand pieces, correct? Yeah, I think it's a th- uh, it's it's over a thousand. Yeah, so uh, it's a good build. Yeah, no, it's definitely, no, definitely, definitely, and it's it, it looks a little uh, better proportion than the slave one that came in the yeah. um, the, the master build series with the the betrayal at uh, Cloud City. Yes, yeah, that one was a bit. Yeah, it was a bit funky of uh of a kind scale. of too long, yeah. right? It didn't like, look right. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan yeah. of, of play sets. Like that Cloud City set, the Hoth set that came out the year before that, to me, I was, ah, I'm a huge pass on all of those. But I'm happy with this 20th As we say in Canada, it's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what about this, this Pod Racer set? The more and more I look at it, the more and more I want it. The, oh, yeah. The Anakin's Pod yeah. Ra- the only The thing that sucks about it is that it doesn't come with another Pod Racer where you can actually like, yeah, like play with them. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but that might be coming later. But uh, I mean, uh, as as far as this this part of the run, uh, it's a little disappointing. But I, I think I understand. Yeah, uh, and it comes. It's cool. It comes with a Padme too. Yes, and, and uh, uh, I like that Luke Skywalker the Luke, minifig. Right? I yeah. it's funny because when uh, when Troy and I first started hanging out lots, he had was back at his mom's and he picked up all his old Lego and anything he had duplicates on he gave to me so i actually have an original yellow-faced luke skywalker with the lightsaber um up here in the nerd room right beside my x-wing luke from the the exclusive there and so i'm it's really cool to see this stuff reproduced I, this one i i really like and it's of what about 30 it's i think it's 29.99 us so it'd be up in that 39 dollar price range 35, 35 yeah, yeah. 35. Yeah, so that, probably that's, 35 40 That's digestible to me. For a set like this, a celebratory set, it looks cool. It's a nice throwback to 20th anniversary of LEGO, 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace. So to me, this is an important set. The box art is actually quite nice too. Yeah. So th- th- this is the thing. I think uh, we had, uh, I don't know if I imagined this conversation, but uh, <laughs> I-, I was thinking about getting two of each. Yes, you did. I, where did you say this? I remember hearing you say this somewhere. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember where, but... Uh, yeah, I, I'm actually considering getting two of each just to open one and keep one sealed. Yeah, and uh, it's really interesting. I don't. I. I. I'll be honest. The minifigs themselves, the the 20th anniversary ones, with the there's like a big um on the Star Wars 20th anniversary, and I, I mean I'm not too interested in in that whole thing. Uh, I understand they want to differentiate. Uh, from the originals, yes. and uh, they do that. Uh, actually, you guys talked about it on the nerd room. Uh, that uh, with the sticker on the the retro uh, the line, retro line. Yeah. yeah. So they they want they 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 want people to uh, feel like they have it, but know that it's not the original. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Which 
which I'm okay with. I, I like to me if it's a celebration line, I like something that distinguishes it as that. I don't need a direct replica of what came out before. Tell me that it's the 20th anniversary celebra- celebratory stuff. I, I'm game. I'm game. Now the the snow speeder that we got here, that's another UCS yeah. set that recently came out. That was 2018's UCS set, correct? uh no i think it was 17 17 yeah i think so yeah so this one is at a a much more digestible price point um quite a bit smaller not the detail there but interest here on the snow speeder you know what i had it's kind of the same size as the sand speeder that they released uh, december 2017 yeah and um uh, seeing as i don't have it anymore um I I think I might get the snow speeder. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, and obviously going along the same lines as as I just mentioned, like I, I kind of want to get one of each and and open them and and keep one sealed. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be getting that snow speeder. Nice, nice. Now yeah, I'll I'll get one. I'll probably get one uh, off the bat and build it, and then maybe wait until the end of the year when they go on on uh, liquidation. And uh, or not liquidation, but just the Toys R Us has a twenty percent off. I'll probably grab it there. Yeah. Uh, just to have uh, just to have the spare. I won't I won't double up right yeah. away like a like an animal. <laughs> like a, some sort of completionist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some crazy person. Uh, Corey, did any of the any of these sets sets interesting you? There's also this clown, clone scout walker as well as the Imperial dropship. Are you going to be pulling the trigger on these? Are these going to be purchases for the kids? What are your thoughts on these? Because it is a more of a celebration line of Lego and of Star Wars. Again, like price points a big thing for me for Lego and my my kids love of it is really the determining factor. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to go out there and say like I need to have this piece of Lego, but if he says like I need to have it and it's reasonable and it makes sense and there's a good reason for it then yeah, I I I would love to to have at it with him, you know. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, yeah, like I said, they're building up, but uh, and they're kind of eclectic. Uh, I love it, man. Like, I know we we still got two sets to build. Like, I I actually have at the moment I have two Anakin starfighters on hand. You know, I got one for his birthday and one for his buddy's birthday tomorrow. Nice. Like, I just went out with him tonight. He's like, buy that for him. I was like, yes. <laughs> I love I was it. Like, I already bought you one, boy. I love it. that's a good build from what I've heard. That was Troy's first Lego purchase and build. Um, he yeah. with the Anakin Starfighter. Yeah, he's a huge yeah. Anakin guy, and he refuses to get in Lego. Oh, you got one there too. Nice. I still have one sealed. Yeah. yeah. He he refused to get a Lego because he doesn't want to pull on that thread. But he said, okay. He committed to it and he followed through with it. And he loved it. But uh, he's happy with just the one for now. <laughs> um, you think he's gonna get the Anakin's pod racer? I don't know. He has much more of an attachment to grown-up Anakin. I don't know if the yippee okay. Anakin is, is up his alley. <laughs> Supposedly they're re- releasing a Return of the Sith uh, Sith uh, Archive Anakin, no? Yeah, they are. Yeah, and that's one that both of us, I missed out on that in the original run, and he uh, he's looking for that too. The, the worst part about it, I've told the story in the Nerd Room before, I had two in my hand at one point. What? And this was years ago, and I put them both down. They're 30 bucks a piece, and I was like, ah, I'll come back to them. It was at a little con. Came back, both gone. Dumbest move ever. Because oh, <laughs> they're worth like... Those go for like a pretty penny now. They yeah. do indeed. Um, just one last bit on these these new, these April sets here. The, uh, the Imperial Dropship. Now, this thing's, I think, in that $25 range Canadian. But the cool thing about it, it's got yep. a Shadow Trooper in it. 
This for me That's right. is a definite buy. I'm a I'm a trooper collector. I like getting all the variations on that, especially in Lego. And the fact that the Shadow Trooper is here, I missed there. There's a Shadow Trooper pack not too long ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know if it's a speeder. I may be imagining this, but the fact that it's in there and a little bit of the troop building with the uh, the stormtroopers, I love this. And for the price point, to me, that that minifig is worth it. That's probably the the only one I'm gonna get two of like right away. Yeah. Just just grab them both and then uh, yeah, th- no, definitely it's really cool. And um, I'm not a fan uh, so much of the clones. Uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't I, hit me the same way too. Yeah, there are there are people who love them and and they're freaking out over this set. So it's like, um, you know what? I'll go with uh, I'll go with the with the crowd on that one. Like yeah. I'll, I I test um, uh, I I gauge the interest uh, uh, where, where people really love uh, certain characters and and if if you're a fan of a clone of the clones and you don't like a, a battle pack or a set then I'll probably listen to you more than somebody who just buys everything. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, those niche collectors, yeah. for sure. Now, yeah, yeah. you've alluded to a few times on here, and we've we've had some uh, online chats, some DM chats and that, about what these UCS sets are going to be. It looks like we may get two this year, correct? Usually, usually we get two a year. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm not going to say for sure that we will, yeah. but, uh, I mean, last year we got uh, the... The Cloud City, the Master Builder series, and we got the UCS Y Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, What's it looking like so, this year? So I got to go out on the line here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm making you commit from, to this. This is this is yeah. what, hours of research. You're in the Lego forums. You're doing your thing, grinding away. <laughs> I I I actually am actually. <laughs> I know it's pretty bad, but uh, so. Th- the rumors this year are because of the 20th anniversary of Lego Star Wars. They're uh, looking at bringing back the Tant of Four and an Imperial Star uh, Star Destroyer. Oh man, those are those are the two. And so the May the Fourth um, UCS is probably going to be the Tant of Four uh, with Leia, R two D two, and that other guy, and then <laughs> a couple. <laughs> a couple of the um uh, a couple of the uh, the rebel troopers yeah. uh and it's uh, going to be something like 1700 pieces and it's going to come on a stand and have the little plaque and it's going to be fantabulous oh, and amazing and i can't i cannot wait to get that like um yeah it's going to be it's going to be quite awesome actually i i really can't wait but the, the one that I really wish I could get, the one the the rumored Force Friday or Triple Force Friday release, uh, is is the Imperial Star Destroyer, and we're talking about forty three hundred pieces, Ooh, a- uh, five or six hundred dollars Canadian. I'm not sure if it's four ninety nine or um, four ninety three ninety nine or four ninety nine US. I'm not, I'm not sure, but uh, so it's somewhere in that area, and. Uh, from what uh, some of the details and some of the images that um, that I've been able to sneak a peek at, it's going to be great. And it's just a it's way out of my league right now, it's and uh, it it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> now, is is it? <laughs> but it's, it's a star destroyer, not a super star destroyer at that piece count. No, it's a star destroyer. Star destroyer. Yeah, yeah. They've done the super yeah. star destroyer in the past. Um, and it's cool on screen, but I, I don't know. It doesn't really 
there, there's something cool about the layering uh, that you don't get on a Super Star yeah. Destroyer that you do in a in a regular uh, Star Destroyer. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what's, what's going to happen. But I, I'm pretty sure that the Tanta Four is 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 a lock. It sounds like and it. Hope- oh man, yeah. that that for me is a day one purchase. That is exactly what I love in a Lego UCS. Is something that. I love that ship, right? It's the first thing you see on screen in A New Hope. And oh, to have that displayed in here and ships being my niche, yeah, for sure. That that Star Destroyer, it's going to be... I'm going to have to just see the price point on that. I'm going to have to see what it looks like. Hopefully, it comes built in the Lego store the same way they did with the giant-ass Millennium Falcon. Just so I can see <laughs> it and picture it. Because the problem with something of that size is where do you put it? once it's done that's it like it's not like a tanta four will sit nicely on a shelf where and even some of the even though the y-wing and all that they, they fit on a shelf that you need a table for almost it, it's hard yeah. to display something that size for that price point like the closest thing i have to that is i have the helicarrier the avengers helicarrier the ucs set that mm. they put out and it displays really well but it needs quite a large space to sit and I love it. It's one of my favorite Lego pieces. So if it has a stand on it, that might make it a little different. I'm assuming it does. But it's just where do you put something like that? It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. That's the, <laughs> that's the hard part. I, I know a lot of people stood in line and uh, got their special VIP Lego cards to pick up the UCS Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they built it and it's like... Uh, do I use it as a coffee table? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it's my uncle you know, actually ran out and tried to buy it and really? it was sold out. Yeah. But that's it for a long time, for a long time. You can get it now kind of, you can even get it at Toys R Us out here um, now, but yeah, it's the scale of some of those. It's really cool, but they're really focusing at a certain type of Lego builder, Lego collector those high-end sets you're looking at the completionists you're looking at the people that dedicate rooms to these type of things i just don't have that that space you know it's it's a commodity here in the nerd room and it's something that we'll see we'll see but i'm excited those reveals and we've like i said we've been talking in the background about them that tanda definitely definitely for me chopper man these ucs sets i know you're not doing lego in a big way but is can the tanda four can that 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 anniversary type of lego set draw you into a big build yeah, <laughs> not there yet. You're saving the powder, eh, man? You're saving for what, the six what about the UCS chopper that's coming? Would you get the UCS chopper? I don't know. It, it, again, it, it all it's so many variables when it comes to Lego, right? Like price point and what the set is. Yeah. If 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 there's a certain set that really calls to me, then maybe I will splurge on it. You know, like there, there's been a few at this point where, I mean, you guys keep talking about it. That that slave one, yeah. I saw Y-Wing the other day. I was telling Carlos about it. I think it was like uh, marked down to like 52 bucks or something like it's that. The Rogue One. Yeah, still, you still need to get it. Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's gone now. Ugh. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I missed out. Yeah, it's a good yeah, one. It, it, it looked nice. So, yeah, I don't know. But it's also displayability too, right? Like some of these things are pretty big. Like, where am I going to put all this stuff? Yeah. Well, because realistically, you got to save room, right? Because you're, you're saving that powder. You're saving a little bit of extra cheddar there for this section stuff that's coming out this year. That's it. The, the Lego, I'm like, hey, my, 
to my kid, you know, it's, it's, it's your problem. Yeah. Go clean your room. <laughs> Make an allowance. <laughs> now, Don't break it. <laughs> now, now, scooting over for kind of a, a last topic here for this evening. And let's talk about the six inch in general with what's coming from both the black series and the Marvel legends. This is, this is where your focus is Corey and where I'm presuming you're going to spend most of your money this year with regards to collecting. Now we got some insight as to what wave 20 is going to look like. That's up for pre-order, even hitting shelves. You've got Padme battle droids, Mace Windu. Um, what's her name that, uh, no one seems to like, uh, pose adversary there. Uh, Admiral Holdo. Aldo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mud Trooper Han. And then you've got that Dryden Voss as well. Are these all going in the cart or picking and choosing this line? Uh, for the most part. Yeah. I think those guys are all pretty much going in the cart. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love yeah. I, Holdo, I can, I can give or take, you know, like I liked her, but it's not a must have. Padme is an absolute must have. Yeah, Windu, Grievous, gotta have them. Come on. Yeah, yeah, and those already gone up, Grievous, and the Obi Wan that are coming out later in the year. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of Black series too. And one thing we have to remember when it comes to Lego, when it comes to Black series, everything that's been revealed, it includes nothing from Episode Nine. So that's a huge portion of the year that we yeah. really got to think about as far as ships. And you know, when I look back at the Last Jedi, just scooting back to Lego for a second, I I picked up barely anything from that i don't know what it was that wasn't appealing to me with regards to the last jedi and i'm hoping i see something a little different with regards to episode nine and even with solo i didn't pick up a lot of those black series i don't know why it wasn't appealing to me but i did take a pause so i'm looking for episode nine to kind of reinvigorate my new film collecting both on the lego and black series side did you guys struggle the same way with the last jedi uh like carlos did you get a lot of last jedi lego stuff uh yeah, I got the first order Star Destroyer, the Resistance oh, yeah. Bomber, oh, uh, <laughs> the B. I, I had gotten yeah, I don't have it now, but I had the BB-8. Mm. I had uh, uh, quite a few, quite a few of those sets, and I really, really enjoyed them. They're really good. Like um, I, I'm still looking at the uh, the ATM six. Like you know what? Me I, too. I, I that's the that's my favorite vehicle, and I look at that and I'm like, I should probably have that. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's I mean at a at, we're talking Canadian prices here. So at one sixty nine, um, it, it's quite uh, it's quite a chunk. But um, uh, if I can if I could find it on uh, liquidation on Lego, I'd be ec- ecstatic because I get those VIP points. But I I'm thinking that it's gonna it's probably gonna be a liquidation uh, Toys R Us uh, purchase for me yeah uh, or maybe something on Amazon some of the Amazon deals last week were were out of this world but I I just I couldn't spring for it and um, yeah that that ATM six the ATM six is calling me it, it's uh, it's a beautiful ship and um, man <laughs> it's it's tough it is tough it's tough I must be getting it mixed up yeah. I thought the what's the Gorilla Walker called. Yeah, the ATM. Okay, sucks. it is. Okay, you yeah, said ship there, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, is that I screw up the naming on that?" Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Corey, let's let, let's let's get back to some of the six inch stuff here. Marvel. This is something that you you do slide in once in a while in the Tumbling Saber podcast so when you, when you guys are talking about your your week in collecting and all that. You do have a tendency yeah, to go now over. more so than ever, <laughs> especially because Kyle before every show or in the show notes is. <laughs> Star Wars only bold <laughs> underline. I can only imagine. I'm just like, 
I'm like, no. <laughs> it's just not that simple, bro. I, I love that every week he's Star Wars only and then just I got two things. I love it. Yeah. Here, man, <laughs> you you have free reign on Marvel or actually whatever you want to talk about here. But I know that this this Marvel stuff, we've got the 80th anniversary figures coming out. There's a whole slew of MCU two-packs similar to what we got with the Marvel 10th anniversary celebration. Everything from Grandmaster and Korg all the way to the first Avenger, Captain America and Peggy Carter. There is all this X-Men stuff going back to the Toy Biz lookalikes. What did you, like, of everything that you saw this week from New York Toy Fair in the Marvel 6-inch world, what's what's captured your eye and what are the must-haves for you for this year well that that's like that's just really interesting like this time around i almost think i'm more excited for this stuff than i am the star wars stuff almost like if not it's 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 equal in the least but my god the the first and foremost i think we were talking about this before the show but the toy biz line this cyclops they have coming out i had that line okay like i had the cable (laughs) His eyes lit up and all that. It was crazy. So, like, to get my hands on that would be really nice. Uh, the Toy Biz Wolverine, the black-clad Wolverine. Yeah. That was dope. Like, that would be a nice little, you know, I, I got that comic run, too. So, that can go pretty nicely together with the Silver Samurai there. Mm-hmm. My God, what else did they have? To, I want to say, like, give props to, like, almost every X-Men character. I love the fact that they're keeping with that 90s genre yeah. of X-Men. Like, Troy kind of flipped out the other day for his Cyclops, you know? Yeah. And I'm totally jelly of that, man. Like, I want that. Like, but Beast, Gambit, Forge, Jubilee, Nightcrawler with a rapier, too. Yeah. Like, how cool is that? The Weapon X Magneto. Wolverine. Yeah. Then the 80s stuff, like you were saying, too. Like, Wolverine and the Hulk, old school. Yes colossus juggernaut yeah the old school captain america like that's my cap you yeah know? I know. the one I that's coming out and yeah iron man like those would be my focus for the most part and scorpion gotta have scorpion yeah. that six inch scorpion is just dope they but uh, they must have announced upwards of 50 plus marvel legends this just just at new york toy fair that doesn't consider anything coming from endgame uh, Captain Marvel second wave potentially more stuff from Spider-Man Homecoming and it, it, this hopefully we'll see this stuff hit pretty hard there's there's quite a few exclusives and this is going to spread out between spring and fall but we're getting almost every MCU figure that you could ever think of and then this whole throwback lines yeah Marvel Legends they're going to weigh heavily and coming out of Toy Fair with regards to the six inch line the Marvel Legends to me took the cake it won over top of the black series and all that we knew most of the black series stuff we knew they weren't going to reveal anything but the fact that they're able to release this much again touching on the fact that there's no end game stuff in here none yep it blows my mind what what hasbro's doing and i i just love it it's it's what is making collecting difficult is the fact that there's so much nice and good stuff when you go to lego when you go to the black series whatever it's to me, there's something for everyone, and there's a lot for most of us, which is just great. It's it's so exciting to be a collector right now. I just want it to be readily available. I don't want it to have to come to the online shopping. Like, I need that Colossus. Like, I just need it, man. Like, just let me have it. Let me go out one day and see it and buy it. You know, like, I want it to be relatively simple. Like, make me sweat a bit, but... You know, tease me a little. Yeah, you get that plastic anxiety up, man. But it's it, yeah, it's all about the thrill of the hunt. 
that that's a huge part of collecting, right? Is going out there well, and doing I, it. Well, I'm just kind of worried because there's there's such like you said there's such copious amounts of it. Like, are they really going to be able to distribute this like equally to like the, it's all over the place, man? There, there there's no plan. No it's chaos. <laughs> well, and that that's the thing, and that's the problem that we've seen with the Black Series and the Legends with the just the sheer volume of it all is that distribution wise, if one of these runs or one of these waves ends up still on the shelves, it really stops them from ordering more waves. So they have to figure out a plan at how to release these things so the first waves coming out are your most popular. They disappear off the shelves because if they don't, if they sit there and grow stale on the pegs, they're not going to order this X-Men vintage line. They're not going to order you know, the, the X-Force line or whatever, the the second Avengers wave. It's just going to be difficult to get. And that's when you end up with scalpers and when you end up having to go online. And so it's how to move the product through the stores quickly that is important. Because I think they can get the figures out there, but if the stores, if Walmart or Toys R Us aren't ordering them, then we just aren't going to get them. I think, th- I think that's an interesting point. Like, I love that as a gauge to, like, my collecting... Uh, ability in a way where I'll go to my local shops like the Walmarts, the Toys R Us's and I'm like like I in my head it's almost like I'm the only collector for 100 <laughs> miles around and then next thing you know like you go in the next day and this stuff's gone and you're like it's sad in a way but at the same time it's kind of like alright man like there there are others yeah there's someone else out there well you walk in sometimes to a store and like I walked in and saw the whole Captain Marvel wave and the legends and i was like how this was middle of the day on saturday i was like how has no one grabbed any of these like the the scroll was gone which is a bit disappointing but everything else was there i was like am i the only one interested in this or did i just stumble into this that the stock guy just threw on the shelf 20 minutes before i got there Uh, dude they're all over the place out here (laughs) are they i've only seen it in one walmart here man our distribution sucks compared to what you guys get I've seen the scrolls. I've seen, oh, really? I've seen it sure. all, man. I'm sure it'll come eventually. We do see. It's funny because just listening to you guys, we tend to get everything about a month or so after in any sort of volume than you guys. And, you know, it's not, we're, you know, 3,000 kilometers apart or whatever, but it's not that far. <laughs> just let me know, man. I know. I'll pull that trigger for you. You have been, uh, been real helpful in the past, and I do appreciate that. Well, guys, you know, that, that kind of wraps it up for tumbling nerd room episode number three i was i'm super stoked to actually have that lego talk to talk some section stuff with you guys as well and to get your thoughts on a lot of these reveals from this past weekend you know it's, it's going to be a very very exciting year we've got force friday or triple force friday coming here on october 4th so the countdown is on to episode nine figures but in the meantime there's a lot for us to do we've got the april release of lego we're hoping to see Wave 20, the Black Series here, and inevitably this Marvel stuff's going to start crashing onto the shelves in the not-too-distant future. So last word, guys. Tell me, right now, 2019, what is your single piece that you're yearning for? What is the must-have based on everything that you've seen and that's been revealed? Carlos? As of right now, it's the Tent of Four. Tent of Four. Nice. Uh, as of right now, yeah. We don't know <laughs> what else what else they're going to drop yeah. these animals. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as of right now, that's the, the thing. I'm actually looking forward to picking up other Lego sets at double, uh, at double points just so I can get more points to put them down on my UCS. Nice. Love it. Love yeah. it. Chopper, man. What is top of list for you right now? 
Uh, I gotta find, like I said earlier, like an Ezra and a Chopper in the wild. It can't be an internet buy. If it has to, it will be, and I'll pay whatever to get one. But it's gonna happen. And other than that, uh, I think the top of the list, even though there's so much cool X Men stuff, like I have to have all the X Men stuff. But if there would be one from the Marvel list, it would be the Wolverine and Hulk uh, 80th anniversary nice. duo pack. Nice. It's it's just so dope. Beautiful. You know, for me, on the Lego side of things, I agree with you that Tantive is is top of my list. I'm saving a bit of the powder for that. And then also, I mentioned this on the Nerd Room as well. It's And I'm going to loophole this a little bit from the Star Wars side. It's the two Celebration exclusives for me, as well as this Retro line. Those have caught my interest. And I the, the mall, for me, is a must-have. That's the first Phantom Menace figure I bought. And it just has this you know special spot for me. So those are my top ones, and whew, it's going to be an exciting year, guys. This is uh, pretty wild, and like I continue to bang on about, we, we got to keep our, our ears to the ground because we're going to be getting Ep9 Funkos, Ep9 Lego, the Endgame figures. You know, there's so much to still come, and it's incredibly exciting to be collectors at this point, and it's, it's been an absolute blast, guys, talking here, collecting Lego figures and all that. And I'm so happy to catch your first reactions here on uh, on the, all the stuff that was revealed at New York Toy Fair. And just to wrap this up, let's let's tell everyone that's listening where they can find you guys on the internet. I'm going to shoot it over to you first, Carlos. Y'all can find me uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram at ccandidomusic. Uh, you could uh, find me on Facebook at Carlos Candido and like my music page, or uh, on Patreon.com/slash Carlos Creates. Uh, for three dollars a month and uh, you can catch my new releases every month and uh, i'm actually going to be releasing something uh very very shortly uh for uh for the patrons uh tim yes. which i, I want to thank you for being a patron worth of every uh, the Carlos creates campaign for everyone out there we don't have pennies here in canada uh, anymore man. so worth every nickel <laughs> but yeah for me the, yeah it's get into car what carlos is doing it is uh incredible stuff and like Thanks, you said man. at the top there, and I, I really took that point about delivering on your promises and your Patreon, you've delivered every single month. It's awesome stuff, man. It's, some months it's tougher than others, man. Well, I can only <laughs> I'll imagine. Be honest. I can only, there's a reason the Nerd Room doesn't have a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but you guys, oh, quality stuff every week, man. I, it's, it's appointment listening for me. I really enjoy your show. Well, I so. really appreciate that, man. Uh, Corey, where can everyone find you? Well... Guys, let me just tell you here. Uh, it's, been, it's been a while with the, with the new uh, with the new uh, schedule over the Tumbling Saber Studios. It's gonna feel good to tell you guys all that uh, everybody can find me at Chop Rules with a Z, or hit us up in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. It's a closed group. It's uh, nice and tight. Everybody's having a good time. It's a, it's wild. Get in there. Yeah, definitely worthwhile. And you can catch these guys. Most weeks over on Tumbling Saber, you can catch them on the main cast as well as probably my one of my, if not my most favorite podcast, Sith Disturbers. I love what you guys do every week. It's chaotic. (laughs) It makes me smile on Fridays when I'm at work just trying to grind through the day. Sith Disturbers is, is appointment listening above almost everything else. I love what you guys are doing over there. And then you go also remember you got Kyle and Michelle laying it down too on Tumbling Saber. So shout out to those guys. And we'll be back in the not-too-distant future, probably in about three months. That aligns a bit closer to around 
maybe, maybe May the 4th, we'll be looking at, hopefully, whole, Carlos will be holding some new sets, maybe. And, uh, well, yeah, we'll be back at you guys collecting. And really, until then, for the Tumbling Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Carlos. I'm Corey. And happy hunting, guys, and we'll be talking to you soon. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts Tim, Troy, and Sanjay on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Saber's Radio Podcast, Tattooing Sons, Retro Inc., and The Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.